0: Congratulations! You found it! The most inappropriate book club you never knew you were missing. Starring the original book divas Martha Steele, Vonnie Golden, and Nicole Shaded. Also featuring book nerd Jessica Butcher. These people are passionate about books. Maybe a little too passionate. Plotting world domination one book at a time, they are three book girls!
1: Pretending like I was in a Fast and Furious movie. In my freaking... Go kart of a car. Go kart. So my dad calls it. He calls it the Korean go kart because it's a Hyundai accent. Oh, I like Hyundai. If I'm going like 70 on the highway, it sounds like I need like a sixth gear because it's a stick shift. It's Wee! like,
2: no! Nah! So, I was going 80. <laughs> that's how my Ford was. You don't notice it while you're driving it, but then when I switched to my Buick and i got on the highway for the first time i was like jesus christ what have i even do like i literally could have died in my ford compared to driving cuz the buick just can go to like 0 to 70 and like literally like when you get on the on ramp and then my ford would have taken me i would have been on the highway and still trying to get I to like, like I was 50. In a race car and i'm super pumped <laughs> probably also cuz
1: when sydney and i were shutting like closing the clinic we were like vacuuming and she put on like 2000s hip hop to vacuum with and I was like "Oh, yes. so that's
0: why you're all pumped up I'm hyped Je- Jessica's got a gangsta on I need mm-hmm. to get a drink <laughs> I don't think I uh, there's some gin up here pass <laughs> yeah I didn't bring my alcohol today. Sorry. Damn it! We didn't bring purse beer. No.
1: So one of the PTs I work with, he like clocked out and went outside, and we had talked been talking about how we needed a drink all day. He and I, so he like went out to his truck, came back up to the window, and had like this little bottle of tequila, and I was like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> "She's flipping us
1: off." Like <laughs> I'm here for another we hour, you
0: ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pumped. Well, good because you know we we need to be pumped for our podcast. We need to get us some juice up in here. Mhm. Funny and I had a great afternoon in our car. We, we we had our pre pre-podcast drive around. Yeah. We always enjoy that so much.
1: Which included giving me traffic advice. <laughs> no, that we were already back at the station
0: by that time.
3: No, but we did walk around the store, huh. and right before we went into the store, Martha gave me this penis straw, and every yes. time I looked down at my purse, my penis was sticking out. And I'm going, God dang, my, my penis, penis is sticking, is sticking out, out at Target. You're going to kick me out. So.
0: <laughs> and of course, you know, we, we had to use them because they're new, uh-huh. new yeah. to us. We'll so here pina we are. Straw. penis yep. straws. Penis straw. Yeah. They're well, the best. the plan was to go and find some more because I only had two, remember? I told you. I, I only you had you have to two. go to a special store for that. Well, here, now Spenters. here's the discussion. Spenters. This all works very well into what we were going to talk about. <laughs> okay, so I say to Vani, let's go see if we can find some more of those straws. I wonder if Party City would have them.
3: Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, no. And why not? Because you don't want to take your little kid in to buy a Halloween
2: costume and have them come back with a pack of penis straws and throw a fit in the middle of the store because they can't get one. Or when you're taking your six-year-old to buy... Decorations for his birthday party to, you know, turn seven. And he goes, and he finds oh, the penis look. straws. My, oh, it looks just like mine! Mama, a, m- maybe I some boob tassels, tassels while he's there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of see how that might be a problem. So, so, the theme of the party, would boys, her, I'll show you mine if
0: you show me yours. Yeah, those little boys really like their penises, too. Yeah. Can do. you imagine what would have happened if our boys had... had come across penis straws in the party store? I uh, know I can't imagine. Or penis stickers, or... Oh, God. As grown-ass boys. They still like their penis. Well, they draw them everywhere. Yeah, okay. So. If you have boys, that actually happens. We, they draw we penises went, on I every, did go to high school. they well, yeah. yeah. We
1: went and picked our friend... So, me and my friend, Sydney, that worked together, we work with our friend, Jr. And we went to go get him to go to the bar the other night, and we pulled up in his driveway, and there's a fucking spray-painted penis on his fucking driveway. (laughs) Shit you not. Spray-painted... See what I'm saying? The grown-ass men. He's not a grown-ass man. He's like
0: 23. Still, I consider that a grown-ass man. Anybody who is old enough to vote... Should be done drawing penises. In
1: his defense, I think it was his brother Jimmy that did it, but it was very funny.
2: All I know in high school is I, like, I refused to let any <laughs> like male entity touch any of my stuff because a penis would get drawn on it. Like literally in high school, that was the thing to do. <laughs> apparently, mm-hmm. draw bags So what is it?
0: What are they just so proud of their junk? Why do know. they do that?
2: I, I'm I'm just curious as to why. That's the. Ca- I mean, does anybody else who know anybody that does the helicopter <laughs> <laughs> with my little tassels, Nicole? I got seriously. <laughs> But, yeah, do do you guys not have your significant other, like, literally? They are children. They think it's sexy. It's like, come here, baby. No, he doesn't really. He knows. I'm like, really, dude? But he's like, he'll just, you know, when you have a lot of energy and you're trying to harass, like, I don't know, we just harass each other all day. That's what being a significant other is. That's right. And when you live with each other, you kind of get bored and you're just like, oh, yeah. Or, like, randomly. You're just going to get some, like, can't. I, be, I know he's not the only like, guy who does that. Probably
0: not. <laughs> no, be I'm too married, much work to, I'm married to an engineer, so I've never seen him do that in my life. He's he's way too stoic for that.
2: It's not, Just put a camera like in the shower, be and dancer. you'll see it. He's trying to like, be a belly dancer. <laughs> That's really
0: an interesting concept, Nicole. I think I'm going to see. Do engineers do the helicopter?
2: Yes.
1: Yeah. Garrett just tries to like belly dance at me, and I'm like, oh, well, he
2: down. does his nipple thing. <laughs>
1: Oh, his pecky-peck pops at me.
2: Which is also weird.
0: <laughs> We've seen that. Yeah. Yeah, he mm-hmm. did it yesterday. He, we had a bunch course, of friends. Of course, he usually has his shirt on when he's doing it for no, us. No,
1: yesterday when we were at the pool, I had a bunch of friends. I finished my classes. I passed all of them. Woo! So we partied last night, and I had all my friends over, and he started peck-popping at everybody with his shirt off, and I was like, stop. <laughs> Fucking Stop. Justin was there. What was he up to? Not peck popping. He can he have any no. pecks to Didn't pop. think so. No. <laughs> Love you, Justin. <laughs>
0: yeah. We have to make sure Justin can come with us to our event. I won't be here.
1: Damn it, Jessica! I know. I'm still so upset about it. We're all upset about it. We've been talking about it forever. We're speaking of inappropriate things. My friend Jr. that I work with is an MMA fighter, and he's leaving. He leaves tomorrow morning for Vegas to go fight mm-hmm. and um, in the UFC. And so we threw him a party on Wednesday because it was his last shift. So we took like a bunch of his fighting pictures and posted them up around the clinic. Did streamers and balloons and made signs that said like "Let's go, Champ!" And his like hashtag is Bam Bam. So like we made signs that said Bam Bam and stuff like that. But we had these pictures of him all around the clinic, and we have a lot of and he's shirtless and all of them. Oh, so the old ladies so at the, old the ladies, physical therapy place were drooling. Took- <laughs> A picture of him off the wall and took it home with her. <laughs> and I told him about it because he, he, like, he came in. We told him to come in late, and he came in. We we're playing like the Rocky theme song when he walked in, and he was like, "What's going on?" Sydney and I went and stole his featherweight belt and like put it on the. Oh, that's boxing hilarious. But yeah, one of our patients definitely was like, I want this picture. And just like took it off. She's like, why is he naked? And then took it off the wall and took it with
0: her. And I was like, hey, everybody needs these little wank material. It doesn't like, necessarily have to be like, all men and you use that.
1: I was like, JR, you got one of your pictures taken. And he was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> because he's just like, he's probably one of the sweetest people I know. So he was just like, <gasps> What's she gonna do with that? What do you think she's gonna do? with I was like, that? she's gonna put it on her fridge and be like, "This is my grandson." No, <laughs> that ain't
0: so that nice. ain't what she gonna no. do with it, honey. I'm thinking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got the humbling
0: chair. <laughs> Jessica's got the humbling chair. It's one of our uh, radio station um, staples. We it's have still going down. We have. <laughs> <it is. laughs> we have yep. three chairs in here, and one of them looks like a normal chair. And you'll be sitting in it, and all of a sudden, you'll slowly start to sink down until just, you're all the way down. Do you want this one,
3: and I'll go get the other one over there? Because <laughs> now you're, like, shorter than I am.
2: Yeah, it feels kind of weird. Welcome to our radio station where all of our chairs don't work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that happens in the conference room when you're in the mid- middle of a very professional meeting. And, you're like, and then all of a sudden, you yeah. literally just sink, and you're like, well, fuck. Hello? Hello? I-, I can't reach anymore. Yeah. I'm like I'm sorry. Yeah, this is embarrassing. <laughs> What's like the weather like, like up there? <laughs> and all the really tall guys that are like <laughs> six foot seven, they really don't like it when their chairs sink. It freaks them out. So then they becomes, which is kind yeah, of
0: hilarious, really.
2: Yeah, they spend the meeting switching their chairs around, like literally. And then you're just like, "Come on!" Musical chairs. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, I this is what that. the rest of us live like buddy mm-hmm. down here
3: okay. well, well, I don't know have, I'm not alone I don't have a significant other to be swinging their dick at me so.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it That's would not be primarily right. at me it's just like around because you okay. can
3: I mean, when I was married, my husband used to like to come touch me with it just to freak me out. It's like, don't touch me with that. Why are you touching me? See? Get okay, your penis champagne. off me. Can we talk
1: about how they're not attractive and how I never want to get a picture of those? Yeah, like. they're not attractive. They're, they really uh, Well, it all depends on how you look at it.
0: Um, they're, not staring attra- at me. they're not attractive <laughs> when they're wobbly. I don't know if they're really...
2: They're not attractive when they're... Not wobbly. <laughs> well, it, it's all
0: context. This is if you're I, not in the mood to see one, they're not attractive. <laughs> but if you are in the mood to see one, they're very attractive. I don't
2: feel like even then. <laughs> I agree, Jessica. I agree. They serve they're purpose. They're just weird. Maybe they they're just purpose. something that grows on
0: you. <laughs> it does grow on you. As you get older, they become... Oh, stop. <laughs>
1: Oh. Uh. <laughs> You're a grower, not a shower. <laughs> uh.
0: The older you get, the more attractive they become, and I don't know why that is. Because <laughs> I never used to think they were attractive either.
3: Well, let say that women don't reach their sexual peak until they're like 40. That's so what it
0: is. Maybe that's it. Sexual you guys just aren't there yet. <laughs> Okay. I wish you could see the grimace it's on like, their faces you know, right now. It's just awesome. Yeah, food that doesn't look very
3: good to eat, but it tastes amazing. <laughs> well, you know.
2: Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what we were just saying. It's like, they have their purpose, but they're not really visually attractive. Yeah, but even if they're not they're visually art. attractive, you know like, what they can do so they yeah, look attractive so, yeah, to so you. Yeah, so that's what it is. It's Kinda visual like
3: cues. When, yeah. like, when somebody is more attractive because you like their personality... Mm-hmm. Well, the same thing.
0: Well, okay. Well, it's now, like, if I agree. Problem, I know though. what's inside you, baby. Come here. <laughs> now, if I see one just cold, like if somebody just sends me a picture of it, I'm not impressed.
1: I don't want any of whatever's in you near me. Thanks. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm good. But it's, <laughs> like
0: I said, it's context. It's not going to be attractive on a stranger to I'm see like their bits. Penis. <laughs> Unless, of course, it's really spectacular. And then you go, ooh, that's really spectacular. I just
1: feel like they're staring at me. It's a lot of pressure.
0: (laughs) That's why they call it the one-eyed trouser snake. Here, also weird, you is know, it staring at you? Yes, I don't like it. Oh, it's my penis straw. <laughs>
3: um. Okay, all the penises I've seen, I've never <laughs> seen one that was completely sideways with penis- the balls on the
0: side. <laughs> oh, that'd be. Yeah. I feel like be I that would be super uncomfortable. Would be broken. A Broken penis, I, which <laughs> Broke- can legit it happen. can happen. I have actually experienced said breakage. Uh, this is okay. An, okay, at work, it is U E.T.M.I.
1: Yeah, and not good. At work the other day, someone told me that it only takes nine pounds of pressure to break a penis. And I was like, what? I was like, oh. Wow, you First got a all, voodoo
3: punanny! <laughs> <laughs> Nine right. pounds of pressure right here, baby.
1: <laughs> You've been really getting
3: after those cake exercises.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> you think you're good putting, doing a pull-up with your arms.
0: Uh, I'm, yeah, okay, I'm, so I've I'm been practicing, practicing on a serious with. note. So <laughs> I've been practicing with took- a bowling ball. <laughs> You'd be good in prison. You can hide stuff real well. <laughs> Oh, this is getting way too far out of control, even for me. Um, let's talk quickly about our event that I'm gonna yes. miss.
3: Well, I was thinking, you know, maybe th- yeah, um, Facetime you, Facetime me, yeah, and then I could like, you know, prop you up or something. Get yeah. one of those poppets.
0: Yeah, we're gonna prop you on on easel, an easel. There we go. We'll find a tiny little easel for Bonnie's phone. And we'll FaceTime you and we'll put you on it and that way you can participate. Okay. Or I can just stack up some books and set my phone <gasps> on top of the book. What a great
1: idea. Nope. I mean, we are going to be in a bookstore. And I Alec, know. Alec will be there too and he has an iPad so you can get a big me. Oh, All there you right. go. That I'm works so even excited.
0: <laughs> okay, so our event is going to be called Books and Brews and it is at Full Circle Bookstore on September 29th and we have chosen 3 books. And w- what we will do is basically just have like a book club. And the reason mm-hmm. we chose three books is that way. Well, for one, we wanted a book that all of us has read. Right. Right. And so we chose three books that all of us have read or will read. And loved. And loved. I've already read all three. And, three? and she's read all three and I've read all three. Okay. We're, you're the only one that hasn't read one of the books. And Night Circus. You need to read Night, Night Circus, Circus before then. Night Circus is the one that you I forgot to bring is Isn't it the other,
1: other one the book... I have Night Circus. Oh, okay. okay. Circus? Um, isn't the other one the book thief, though? Yeah. Have you not I've read that? only
0: read The Goldfinch. <gasps> you oh. got to read The Book Thief. Okay, oh, well, so here are the books. It's, it's
2: not that long to read yeah. uh, The book thief, book thief. Somebody else say what the books are. Okay, uh, the books are going to be uh, The Book Thief, uh, The Goldfinch, and The Night Circus. Right. So those are our three books.
0: And Full Circle Books will have those for sale as well. They're going to give people a discount if they right. buy them there. And you'll have from now until September 29th we're to gonna, read them. We're going to have some beer that you can buy at their little cafe. We're mm-hmm. going to have some... Coop Works will be out there. Coop Works mm-hmm. is actually going to give us some gift basket stuff. They're going to give, give us... away. Like the first um, 20 people or something are going to get beer glasses, And they basically got all this stuff to give us, which is going to be really, really cool. Mm -hmm. And so it's going to be a a big book discussion. Normally they have live music, but we are the entertainment. Mm -hmm. And, of course, we're going to have our very first mug. Uh It should be here any day, Nicole.
3: When when did you say it was going to be here, Bonnie? Um, The email said that they were going to deliver it either
0: the 9th or the 10th. so. If you'll watch for it, because I'm not going to be here. It was supposed to be delivered today. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they didn't deliver it today, because that's just Murphy's Law. Yep. So, they're really awesome cappuccino mugs that say three book girls on them. They're so mm. cool. So excited. <laughs> Got to calm down a little bit. Um, so, yeah. We hope that you can make it. And bring all of your friends along. And for those of you who live out of town, that's okay. We're going to take some videos so you can participate as well. Yeah, Maybe we're we'll do a little Facebook Live. Try some Facebook Live. Maybe
3: Twitter. I heard that Twitter has a live, too. I've never actually watched a Twitter Live. but do you, Have you guys watched a Twitter Live? I've no. never seen it. Okay. Well, when I was researching, they said something about Twitter
0: has a live feed. Like okay. Facebook does. So We're going to have to do some experimentation over the next few weeks and see if we can do something. Interesting. You know I like me some experimenting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, you do. All
1: right. All right. All right. All right. All right.
3: Transition Be a lot cooler
1: if you did. It's a, a lot cooler. A lot cooler. Lot cooler did.
0: if you did have a joint. I'm channeling my inner. I'm you're, going to
1: Colorado. You were chan- hey, I'm going to
0: Colorado on Sunday. <laughs> okay. Maybe we'll cross paths in the pot store. Yes. <laughs> It's legal there, you know.
3: Just remember, the higher the c- CBD level and the lower the THC, the more mellow the high is. Good to know. Just some information there. Miss
0: documentary pants over there. Yeah, I watched a
3: documentary about weed the other day. Weed. <laughs> <laughs> it's very
1: interesting. I'd a- be surprised at how many people are like, you guys are going to Colorado or are you flying or driving? driving um can i ask you to
0: yeah you best watch out because like, they pull over people uh, on the
1: way back yeah, and we're all like a young, the time and we're a young couple so we're gonna that's be like, right yeah the first one so i was like uh no yeah, <laughs> yeah. you get profiled
0: like crazy when you, <laughs> you know? cross that border mm-hmm. that is not even a joke mm-hmm. especially in kansas Oh, Kansas. Kansas. They don't like weed in Kansas. All right. So let's do a little, 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 little transition, shall we? Let's let's get into the, the book portion of our program tonight, since uh, that is why we're officially here.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Should, should we go in the usual order? If you want to. Or should we back it up and go backwards?
1: What if I want to okay. go okay. first? you know yes, you so want to first? go first <laughs> so go first oh my <laughs> gosh Jessica wants to go first wow. so hyped I don't think <laughs> so um, I read The Simplicity of Cider by Amy E. Reichert R-E-I-C-H-E-R-T if I said yeah, that wrong yeah Reichert I'm, that's I right I apologize okay so this is a book that is not something I would typically read because it's a love story so a little out of my element took a I took a little turn Mm-hmm. Um, so, was it because Garrett was gone? It's not a raunchy love story. Oh, just check it. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> My it's coworkers dialogue. Okay. So, anyways, the story takes place in Wisconsin on an apple orchard. Apple orchard is redundant. That was dumb.
0: No, apple <laughs> orchard is not redundant. Okay. Because it's um, a, what kind of an orchard? It's an apple, apple orchard. There are peach orchards, too.
1: There are? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it takes place in Wisconsin, in Door County, in this orchard, where there is a dad named I like a elderly father named Einers and his adult daughter named Sana, who makes cider and take care of the orchard, and they sell the apples, and that's that. And then on the opposite side is... A man named Isaac with his son Bass. His real name's Sebastian, but they call him Bass because he doesn't like Sebastian. And Bass's mom has passed away of a drug overdose, and Isaac doesn't want to tell him yet, so he just takes Didn't, his son. What? Yeah, he doesn't want to tell him because his son's like eight or nine. And he's like, I don't want to take your childhood away from you by, like, hitting this with you. He wants him to have one more summer oh, being a Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, it's a horrible idea. Yeah. Tragically bad idea. Tragically okay. bad idea. Never mind. Yes, tragically bad idea. I agree because I would be very pissed off if someone didn't. <laughs> so, anyways, his thing is he's going to take him away on this summer trip to, like, let him be a kid for one more summer. And so they end up in Door County, and they end up, Working on the orchard and spending time away from technology, away from all this stuff, and obviously, Sana and Isaac like each other. Uh, things kind of come to a like a, a climax. Oh, that's a really bad wording for our what we've ah, climax. <laughs> um, <laughs> just can't stop laughing. I didn't know my problem. <laughs> I was, it was like, it comes to a head. And I was like, that's not good. And then I said, like, it comes to a climax. And I was like, that might be worse. Damn it.
0: <laughs> oh, Christ. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am sweating because I'm... Maybe Nicole can pump the... Uh...
2: <laughs> Martha is bipolar on her temperature today. I, I am I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> it was really chilly in here when we came in. <laughs>
1: So anyway, Einers falls off. He's like fixing a window and he falls off a ladder and gets hurt. So Sana's having to take care of the orchard by herself and her brother Anders comes to town and looks at the books and he's like, you guys are like, I don't think dad's told you, but you're in debt and we should sell to this wor- like world waterworks or something like that company that wants to buy the orchard, chop everything down and build a hideous, nasty water world hotel. Oh. And so that's kind of the conflict of the story is that she doesn't know if they should sell and just start a new life or what. And then she likes Isaac, but she doesn't know what to do about it. Hmm. It's a very good love story and very, like, the characters are super compelling. She writes, like, beautifully. Like, her imagery is beautiful, but it's a love story, so it wasn't exactly my favorite thing in the entire world to read because there was no. You know, magic or dwarfs or anything like that. So, not my total thing. But Darn it! <laughs> teleported no, it to a different world. <laughs> <laughs> if you they know, just had a little unicorn in there, it would have all been okay. Yep. Mm. But I actually did, did enjoy it because it was kind of a palate cleanse because I've been reading a ton of fantasy, so it was kind of nice to mm. take a little step back. And it was like this quiet country life, which is something I can relate to because of where I live. So, mm-hmm. honestly, really enjoyed it. Good little love story for people who like romance.
0: Mm-hmm. Well,
1: and we didn't a, even have to have Alyssa on the podcast tonight. And it was a quick read. Quick reads are good. So, anyways, that was uh, The Simplicity of Cider by Amy Reichert. Sounds good. I don't care. I can go. <laughs>
0: All right, Bonnie. Okay. Impress me. Don't Or not. I can't take the pressure.
1: <laughs> or, <laughs> or not. Or um,
0: not. I did one that
3: a publisher sent to us. Um Called the Malamar Trilogy, and it's part of To the End of the World. This is the first book, and it is by. Jose Ignacio Valenzuela. And um, I had to look at that a few times before I knew how to pronounce that.
1: <laughs> I've been practicing for a half an hour. <laughs> I just past Spanish, too, and I don't think I could have done it any better.
0: Boy, imagine imagine Antonio Banderas saying that.
1: <laughs> I can. Because he's pretty sexy. Doing a helicopter at you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now that's Ooh! one helicopter
1: that might be okay. I would like Antonio
0: Banderas to do a helicopter. That's Rory. one
3: helicopter that I might. I did get rattled.
1: Right oh, <laughs> <my God. laughs> I regret that immediately.
0: <laughs> it's your fault. Okay, okay. You brought it up. <laughs> this is also a
3: book that I would not normally read because it's a young adult book and you know that I usually do not do young adult books. But this was a good read and I would recommend it to a teenager. I think that teenagers would really enjoy this. And what this story is, it is about a college student named Angela and she kind of has a little bit of a falling out with her best friend Patricia and she gets a text message from her when she's sitting in the middle of class and she doesn't check it and she's kind of not sure if she wants to check it because like I said they had kind of a falling out but she decides okay well I better check it because you know curiosity gets her and it's this eerie message that you know somebody is is trying to like get her or she's in some kind of trouble in this small town in South America. And it's and it's cut off right at the end. And so it's like this real eerie cryptic message, but she can hear the panic in her voice. So in the text? In the well it's a video. Oh it's a oh it's a video that she sends her. Oh. So she um Goes, she decides that she's going to go down and see if she can find her, but she doesn't want to like alarm her parents because she doesn't really know what's going on. So instead of like you know alerting the elders, she decides she's going to check it out herself. How old is she? Well, she's in college, so I would guess about oh, okay, uh, probably about like 20 ish, okay, is what I would guess. And so she tells her mom. That she's going with Patricia to visit her family in part of um, South America, when really she's going to go to this village. Okay. To okay. To try to find her friend, try to find out what happened
1: to her friend. That's dumb. Call the police.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, see, we always do that. We sit there. We sit there on the couch and go, "No, don't go in."
3: Yeah, Run the same away. Thing. Yeah, yep. don't
0: lie to your parents
3: about where you're going to be. Yes. But what if something happens? But, I mean, she goes what down. So she goes story? down to this little town that's, like, in the middle of the mountains. And it's, like, doesn't have technology. No cell service, I suppose. Yeah, hardly. It, it has, like, a little bit of cell service, but it's a really weak cell service. People don't have computers. They don't, I mean, there's, like... One pay phone that hasn't worked in years. I I mean, it's a very small town that you can only get to, like, from a ferry. Or, like, you know. Yikes. Yeah. So, basically, in the middle of nowhere. So, she goes to this little town to try to find out what happened to her friend. And this little town has a curse put on it by a witch um, a couple of decades back that they aren't able to love, or anyone who does love will die. Basically. Yeah. So then, you know, it comes it becomes about this curse and you kind of hear the backstory of the witch who put the curse on it. And because the um, patriarch of the town is still alive and he was alive when the curse was first put on their town. So and he has a diary of everything from back when he was younger and he gives it to Angela to read. So you get to read. The whole backstory of this witch and why she was so angry and put a curse on the town. And at the same time, Angela goes down to this town and she meets, you know, a young guy, of course. Of course. Because there's got to be a little romance in it.
0: Of course. Especially in a town that can't love. Right. It just wouldn't yeah. be right. Why else okay. Would, would she life. want to break the curse? Mm-hmm. So, How very Romeo and Juliet.
3: Of course, this story goes on from there. It actually had a better ending than what I thought it would. They didn't leave it at a total cliffhanger going into the second book. You have some kind of closure, but it left enough open for the second book.
1: That's always a good balance.
3: Yeah, and for a young adult book, it kept my attention pretty well.
0: It when it got a little romancy, I got a little slow reading.
2: <laughs> I was going to say,
0: um, usually fantasy doesn't float your boat either, and so it sounds like it kind of veered into fantasy.
3: It it veered a little bit into fantasy, but it was the story of the witch was logical enough. Oh, okay. That it followed a path, and you could kind of it got a little weird. There was a few inconsistencies, but they weren't detrimental to the plot of the story. Mm. So it wasn't enough to turn me off. Ah. If that makes sense? Yes, it does. Because you know I'm bad about that. Yes, I do. (laughs) I'm horrible about that. Yeah, you are. But I mean it. It was it was good. And like I said it's young adult and it's definitely written like a young adult book. It kept it pretty interesting. So what was that again? What was the It's called Malamar trilogies to the end of the world. And this is book 1 and it's by Jose Ignacio Valenzuela. Nicole,
0: why do you have a mask on your face? I don't know. <laughs> So, I found these that looks like tiny pair a of two-year-old. children's
2: swimming goggles behind this computer. I thought maybe
0: you were trying to go get in the pool that you can see from the sixth floor over there. They're really dirty, too. Uh, a pool what? that they haven't cleaned or opened this year that looks disgusting. Well, it looks cool from up here, six floors up. Maybe they were using it for their bong. My eyesight's kind of sh- What? For their bong. <laughs> b- pool bong? Pool bong. I've never heard of that oh before. That's so probably, Alicia. the morning show uh, has a bunch of, uh, everybody Chili. that's on the morning show has a bunch of kids, so that's probably one of theirs, I bet. Yeah. Heather yeah. has two little boys, so I bet that's probably from her. They're probably that pissed that they're missing those right
2: now. It's Friday. Perhaps I should text her. Okay, I'm going to talk about my book now, Martha. Okay, then, Well you're texting. Okay, Nicole, so what do you got for me, baby? Okay, so this was on July's Amazon First Picks, where you get the free Kindle book if you have Amazon Prime, Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and it's called uh, Beautiful Exiles, and it's by Meg Waite Clayton, and if you've listened to this podcast long enough, you know that one of my favorite authors and people of all time is Martha Gellhorn. Um, oh, yes, I remember that. Yes, and I've talked about that probably multiple times. I've probably reviewed one of her books, too. She's
0: one of your celebrity crushes.
2: Yes, mm-hmm. um, but this book, Beautiful Exiles, is actually about um, her romance with Ernest Hemingway, um, and it takes place uh, pretty much during the Spanish Civil War because that's how they met. Well, technically, they meet in Florida at the famous bar that Hemingway was always at that I just forgot the name of. But, oh, uh, Joe's... Something Joe's. So, Some, anyways... Eat at Joe's? No. <laughs> <laughs> it, was like a, it was like this on, sleazy little bar that Hemingway was, like, obsessed with. Because he was kind of a
0: sleazy drunkard, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, especially... Well, m- more later on in his life. But, yeah. And so she meets him in this bar. And this author researched things like crazy because I've read... Um, Martha Gellhorn's Letters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Because you reviewed reviewed it on this one, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it follows. Like, you can literally read a chapter in this book and then go read. Because I did that just because I keep her letters on my phone because I like to read them. Like, I don't know. She's just one of my favorite people. And so, if you... I I wanted to compare, like, her letters during the Spanish Civil War to this book and they matched. You sound like, like Vonnie now. She's like, I'm going to look that up. <laughs> it was pretty fascinating. That's, probably, like, That's cool. So yeah. you got to see the love story unfold. Kind of. Um, but essentially, um, you get to kind of see how they meet and it was they didn't just immediately start dating each other. Hemingway was married to his second wife. Uh, he had Ooh, two dear. kids with her and then one kid with his first wife and then she ends up going to Spain with them. Uh, with Hemingway and he tries to say that he got her there which of course she got herself there he's kind of Um, an
0: egomaniac he was
2: Yeah. yeah was um And then that's where their romance really started was during the Spanish Civil War when they were in Spain. And then they'd go to Paris and, I mean, they had bombs being thrown at them and it was, like, terrifying. So they kind of were comforted by each other. Yeah.
0: Isn't there, like, a
2: a syndrome for that when
0: people get thrown together in dangerous situations and they bond or something? But
2: then I was talking to somebody else about this. There were so many influential people in Spain during the Spanish Civil War that it is ridiculous. Orson Welles. Really? That's how Martha Gellhorn knew. Like, she has letters to Orson Welles. uh, Wow. People that I recognize their names, but I didn't really know them until I, like, had to Google them. I don't really remember them. But you're just like, holy shit, did... Every influential person in America just go to Spain during the... Span- like, did they really? Because it's kind of what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> looks like the uh, roster of a movie, huh? Kind of. But it's very fascinating. And you learn a lot about uh, Martha and Hemingway. And if you are obsessed with Hemingway and refuse to like see that there's anything weird about him... You probably wouldn't like this book, because it is from Martha's perspective, and I don't feel like it bashes him, but he was, like, kind of a drunk guy, and he was very, um...
1: I feel like if you've read any of Hemingway's books, you kind of get that vibe
2: anyways. But I've heard many people say he wasn't, like, he, he's... Some people have this, like, expectation that he is perfection. Like, I've literally yeah, heard I people mean, say... I I love Hemingway, I love reading Hemingway, yeah. but I... I feel like if you write about.
1: If you write enough books about the lost generation, you're kind of a little fucked up.
2: (laughs) Well, and everybody has their own issues. So, like, Martha has her own issues, and then Hemingway has his own. Um, Like, and they get in these epic uh, shouting matches. And. I don't know It's really fascinating And Martha ends up Sneaking onto a warship To go to the, uh, Normandy During World War II Yikes um, Because Hemingway Stole her credentials And so that's fascinating And that was part of
0: the Thing that you reviewed The last time mm-hmm. Yep I remember that Because I remember
2: thinking What an ass Mm-hmm. that's not good but it's just really interesting to read about Like Martha picks this house out in Cuba that they, and she decides she's going to use her money to rent it because at the time Hemingway was spending A. too much money on booze and 2. he had to pay too much um, money to his ex-wives mm. he couldn't really afford anything at the time he was in between books mm. and so she was just like whatever I'll rent this house in Cuba for us to live in I'll fix it up well, Hemingway goes and pays for it, so when he divorces her, she doesn't get to keep the damn house. Oh. And I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> which, I, like, she, but she also didn't really fight for it. But I just thought it was interesting. Hmm. Yes. It's it just interesting reading about two like historical figures, which most people don't know anything about Martha Gellhorn. Um, we but do. everybody knows we about do. Hemingway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and so it's just very interesting to see like things you wouldn't normally read about them. But yeah, um, it's. I would recommend this book, even if you don't know anything about Hemingway or Gellhorn. It's still a really good story. Um, it is a kind of a love story and a falling out of love story. Um, but it's called Beautiful Exiles by Meg Waite Clayton. Hmm. It's on Amazon, but you can buy it on Amazon too. Like, an And Amazon that was on collection? Amazon first, you said? hmm Cool. But it's out now.
0: Well, that explains why I didn't um, get it on Amazon first because it's totally not my kind of book. I never even noticed the other selections, only the one I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't that funny how that works? Yeah. You're up, Martha. Heather sent me a text message back and said, I saw those goggles this week, and I don't think they are mine, but it's possible. <laughs> Does it sound like a mom with two boys to you? Oh, yes. Yeah. Could be mine. They look kind of familiar, but then again, most goggles look the same, so I don't know. <laughs> all right, so this week, I spent massive amount of time on Goodreads again, putting all of my selections in obsessively, So I could see how many books I read so far this year.
3: Yeah, I'm kind of getting sick of you talking about Goodreads all the time. You're kind of wearing me out.
0: Fine, whatever. I'll get over it. It's just just a new thing right now.
3: I know. (laughs) It's an obsession. I'm obsessed. She's like a kid with a new toy when she finds something like that. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh!
0: The book I read is called The Suicide Club by Rachel Hang. And it it had a really cool cover, which is why I picked it, oddly enough. (laughs) Because yeah, you're going through the selections when they release things to the library mm-hmm. and putting things on hold. And it just had a really cool-looking cover. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try that. Bing! Put it on hold. Well,
3: remember that one book that you read? It ended up being... You you liked it. And it was about like somebody who hadn't eaten in so long. And it was like a religious thing. And it had the spoon on the cover. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you picked it because... The Wonder. Because of the spoon on the cover? Yeah, exactly right. And you didn't think, and then you started reading it. And And it was so good. And it was really
0: good. It was one of my favorite books that year. Yeah. Well, I don't know if this one qualifies for one of my favorite books of the year, but it was really Mm thought-provoking. So imagine, what if you didn't get a death sentence when you do something wrong? You get a life sentence. Meaning... This rather? society, yes, oh. this society is obsessed no, thanks. with eternal life. So it's it's weird because it flips everything on its head. It starts out with this girl, Leah, and she is, she's 100 years old, but it describes her and how beautiful she is and how flawless and she's talking. She almost sounds like a teenage girl, mm-hmm. the way everything is so shallow and I really didn't like her character at first Because it just sounded like one of those She sounded plastic to me at first But then she's walking To work one day What?
1: Were you personally victimized by Regina George?
0: Who's Regina George? <laughs>
1: mean Girls Oh, I got it Sorry, Thanks, Nicole, I appreciate that
0: <laughs> No, but I get that I, I understand what you're talking about now And yes, I was victimized by Mean Girls Dude, same. I'm a ginger. Yeah. yeah. So uh, she's on her way to work one day, and she sees... First of all, you should know that her father left when she was very young. And her father was a little bit of a, okay, a lot of rebel. He didn't really like the way society was going, and his views were very unpopular. And so he just sort of vanished oh. So to get away from it all. But he it was in trouble with the government or something, so they're still looking for him. Mm-hmm. So he disappears. So she's walking to work one day, and she looks up and she sees him across the street. And she's 100 years old. She hasn't seen him for like, I don't know, 70 years or something. Whew. But of course, she recognizes him. And she's so caught off guard that she steps out into the street and gets hit by a taxi. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it is kind of like Virginia George, except it's a taxi, and not a, a
3: n- bus. Not a school bus.
0: <laughs> so she, her body is like so well reinforced. I, I don't quite know how to explain it, but' it's, it's almost like Bionic. She's made out of rubber. She's, she's got all kinds of healing properties and stuff in her body because they, they they're trying to work on the whole eternal life thing, right? And she has the perfect genes. So she's one of the chosen that's going to live forever. forever, basically. And so she heals really fast and so like getting by, hit by a taxi is like, eh? no big. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> but That's the interesting I... thing is then these people from the government think she's been trying to kill herself which is highly frowned upon. So then they send these people <laughs> to said, follow like- <laughs>
1: What you say? You say that like it's not frowned upon right now. I know, but it's it's weird though because yeah, I know it's it's.
3: But I mean, we recommend it here.
1: <laughs> but yeah, you know
0: what I'm trying to say though. I know it sounds weird, but it's just it seems the way they do it in the book. It sounds so intrusive because they're following her around because she re- didn't really mean to kill herself. It was just Max. a moment of. Stupidity on her part, but she can't tell them why she did it because if she does, then she'll reveal the fact that she saw her dad, who's still on the run.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. So they make her go to all these meetings
1: <laughs>
0: and sit around and talk about why you shouldn't kill yourself.
1: Yeah, because that's constructive, <laughs> right?
0: And it's it's just like way. I don't know. It's hard to explain why it was so weird to have that kind of a situation. Because I'm sure they do that to people. They put people on Suicide Watch here. Mm -hmm. But it was a different feeling. The whole society was a different feeling in this book. And she comes into contact with some people in this group. And they belong to a group called the Suicide Club. Which is actually for natural death. Instead of living forever? Instead of living forever. And it's the illegal club type thing. So it's really just, it it was a very thought-provoking book. And it was also very beautifully written. It had some really cool parts in it. It was not one of my favorite books ever. But usually when I read a book like this that just puts me off on a different thought process the whole time and really removes me from what's going on in my life and the things around me, I was very compelled to read it. I thought it was a very interesting approach. And then when I went back and I was reading some of the reviews after the fact, after I finished it, there were a lot of people who said, this is a great concept. But, you know, because it wasn't a perfect book. But I did like it. I did enjoy it. I did spend a lot of time thinking about some of the things, especially closer to the ending, which had some really great bits in it. Man, what a chewy, chewy ending. I liked it. Um, So, I wouldn't give it five stars, but I would still recommend it as being a really fantastic way to spend a couple of days. All Mm -hmm. right. So. It sounds good. It was. It was very good. Just really different. Sometimes different is good. Yeah. So, it was called The Suicide Club by Rachel Heng. I
2: like it.
1: Great. I made a dumb mistake the other day. Speaking of suicide, um... Most of my friends kind of have a little bit of a dark humor, like we do.
3: Yes.
1: And I was at the clinic the other day where some like some of our patients just kind of make offhanded comments, and you're like, ouch. <laughs> so um, I, like, walked up to the front desk. and was talking to my—we my. my we have a new office girl who doesn't really get us yet. So I was, like— Hazing the new office no, girl. No, huh? it wasn't huh? not hazing her. I my just was head talking head. to my friend and Preston. and I was like, yeah, she said this. I was like, I think I'm just gonna go kill myself now, <laughs> and I walked away. Later in the day, our new office girl comes up to me and she's like, "Hey, are you okay?" <laughs> and I was
2: like,
1: ah, fuck. <laughs> "If I actually killed myself every time a patient said something mean to me, I would be dead a lot." <laughs> but it like freaked her out, and I was just like, "I really gotta stop making suicide jokes." It's not. You yeah, don't know me very well, do you?
3: Speaking of which, the suicide walk is in September. Okay. I know that me and uh, Stacy and Emily are going to walk. Do you okay. want to walk with us? Yeah, definitely.
0: We're going to like do shirts and all that. Yep, definitely. It's definitely nothing to joke about. To joke about it really is not. Um, and I know that a lot of people suffer with feelings that just despair. Mm-hmm. The only thing that made this book a little different was the fact that it was that she really wasn't a despairing person. She had no intention of hurting herself. And the fact that they kept thinking that she was yeah. was what started her on the journey to try to understand why some of these other people were... Wanted to... You know, wanted. To once you live 170 years, you kind of don't want to live anymore type thing. Right. 170
1: is a lot of years well, to I mean, live.
3: After, when you live that long, everyone that you've known your whole life is all gone. Well,
0: not necessarily in this world because of their oh, increased capabilities. Go forever, but there are a lot of people that don't fit that genetic because they test them genetically when they're little mm-hmm. to see how long they're going to live. Ugh, so that would be scary just by itself. I know because if your whole family, you know, you're the only one in your whole family who has this gene,
1: your whole family's going to die before. Yeah, you
0: do. exactly. Yep. So mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Okay, kids. Um,
0: I think I'm going to go see if I can find some of those penis straws online instead.
3: Okay. They have them. I know that they have them like at Patricia's because I bought some for a bachelorette party. Have, so That's that way, next
0: time too. we come, mm-hmm. you guys can also have a penis straw. I'm good. But thanks. Come on now, one. Nicole. I have, my, I have one, but it's
1: no. different. No. <laughs> it's different than that? <laughs> yeah, mine's like... You know those crazy straws that they like have a bunch of yeah. different shapes? It's like one of those that is bent. So in to the shape like of a penis. Oh no, that's weird. No.
0: <laughs> I think it's kinda cool actually. A straight penis is okay, but a bendy one? No, it's no. like a bendy straw.
1: Like it's a bent you know, like the bendy straws Instead have of kids being curved that have like this, the curvy
0: ones, you know? It's it's, it's curved, curved
3: around to look in like a the penis.
1: Shape <gasps> <of> a penis
0: <gasps> and oh. then comes up. So when oh. you drink it your your drink, drink goes all the around the penis. penis and then into your mouth. Now that is an interesting concept. Yep.
1: I have one of those from one of my thousands of... Nicole's not impressed, I can tell.
2: You guys can keep your penis straws. I think i just going to cool. drink out of my sippy cup without a straw. We're
0: all <laughs> I'm good. Well, turtles. I'm carrying that one in my purse from now on. Because I'm going to save the wildlife by not participating save in straws. Good.
2: I hope it falls out of your purse at a really awkward moment one day. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you're sitting there with
2: a bunch of children, and it just falls, and you're like, "Ooh, what's that?" I think I'll take it next out next time. Mary Burner's here; she'd probably laugh at it. She'd
1: probably think it was great.
2: Probably not. She's very
0: office professional. If she, if she's gonna fire me over a penis straw, I don't deserve to work here. <laughs> <laughs> because if she knew half of it, oh my goodness. That- Everybody's got to have a good long sip at the end of the day, right? Out of the penis straw.
1: By sip, do you mean like stroke? It's the only penis I <laughs> don't Jessica, mind.
3: what swallowing? is wrong with them?
1: Like seriously, <laughs> <laughs> they are obsessed with penis today. I'm not
0: helping because I'm. I don't, I know, where don't I'm at. know what it is. <laughs> I mean,
3: some days you feel like a nut, some days you don't. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. And that's going to
2: do it for Three Book Girls.
0: Can't get enough of Three Book Girls? Join the conversation on Facebook and follow them on Twitter and Instagram. If you really love them, share the podcast with a friend. Three Book Girls, a Steel Trap production.